Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Wedding to Wife podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Allen, and I just want to thank everybody that's been tuning in each week, listening in, sending in their feedback as we grow. Um, We want to make sure that we're giving you exactly what you want. So if you have a topic, make sure that you kick it out to us because I would actually love to have you on as a guest on the Wedding to Wife podcast. My guest today is super special because she is a Jesse Lope bride. And if you do not know, I am also the owner of Jesse Lope. We are an elopement and micro wedding planning company based here in Dallas, Texas. And we provide all inclusive elopements to where you simply just have to pick from a menu and show up. And we try to take care of all the other things and relieve as much stress as we possibly can. So this really means a lot to me to have one of my former brides on to get into the tea um, because I feel like this topic is so needed. Kelsey, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much, Jennifer. <laughs> I am happy to be here and to support you once again because you made my wedding perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think your topic is one. Um, we actually had a couple of people say that this was such a great topic. Um, you know, what your expectation growing up of what marriage was and versus once you actually got married and you realize what it is. And when you made that suggestion, I knew right away, like, no, we need to talk about this. Um, So let's just get right into it. Growing up, what was your expectation of marriage? Well, I grew up in the Disney age um, where, you know, you get married and everything is happily ever after. I don't know if you've ever watched Donna Reed, but I had yes. that mentality of, oh, you know, you're going to be home and taking care of your husband and your kids and your house. Um, and obviously nowadays that is not the case. Right. You are in a place now where it takes two incomes to make a household work, much less um, to keep it going, you know, and your relationship going. I feel my grandparents you know, they had five kids. My great grandma got to stay home with all five of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and my grandfather was the provider. And nowadays you don't really have that. Right. Because I feel like either you have to pay somebody to pretty much watch your kids while you're at work, or you guys have to downsize your life and the lifestyle you want in order to have kids and to have that lifestyle. Right. And I feel like now marriage is actually, it's still transactional in a way marriage used to be where I'll marry you and, and take care of the kids in the house versus you taking care of us. Whereas now, well, we both have to make it work. We both have to put in our money in it. We both have to divide up, you know, what needs to be done around the house. You know, gender roles, I feel like don't matter as much anymore as they used to. That's true. You know, um, my husband actually does most of the housework because he works from home and he's home. Whereas I am gone, you know, usually from 6 a.m. to 4. Right. And so I come home and usually I'll do what I can, but I, I am the one that cooks, but he cleans up after I cook. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends, I'm the one that does the yard work because you, he's usually fixing something on the inside. Okay. So, um, but definitely no, I feel like marriage now as a wife, you are no longer responsible for one or two or three things, which is still right. a job. Right. I have plenty of friends who are stay at home moms and I, bow down to them for their patience because <laughs> I have no patience yeah. whatsoever. Um, but it's no longer the happily ever after is guaranteed. Now, let me because, ask you this. Are mm-hmm. you disappointed that that is a turn that society has taken and that's not your, that's not your experience? No, 
No, okay. I'm not disappointed at all. Um, my own experiences as I aged with my, my parents' marriage and, you know, watching my grandparents, you know, marriage as I got older, I realized that happily ever after isn't really a thing. Right. And it's subjective. It can't. Exactly. It can be if you if you are willing to put in the work. Yeah. But some people don't think that marriage has to be work or it shouldn't be. And that's not the case. You know, you are two human beings that are eventually growing, maybe not all at the same rate. Yeah. And so I would not say I'm disappointed at all. My husband and I have an amazing partnership. You know, we have a very good life. We travel. Mm -hmm. Um we have a dog and a cat that, you know, helps keep us going and responsible. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's better than what I imagined happily ever after to be because there's more. Yeah. You know, happily ever after leaves you hanging. Whereas now you have a life outside of just the marriage, just the yeah. getting married. Yeah. Because that's so. the, I, I feel like getting married is the easy part. Um, <laughs> having a wedding is fun. It's exciting. It's the build up to it. It's like, Oh, we're about mm -hmm. to have this wedding. We're about to start this new life. But so many people don't understand that when you stand up and say vows at the time, they're, they're just words. When you mm -hmm. say for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, for sickness and in health, until you've experienced that, it's just words. Oh, it's until, just words. Until yes. you've had kids saying, you know, Oh, reading every book that you can think of, there, those are just words until mm -hmm. you put that into action. And in our house as well, you know, we don't really have a lot of defined gender roles. So we have three children. We have three sons, um, 10, mm. nine, and two. And oh, so, your sanity. yeah, girl, my sanity and <laughs> my bathrooms, like, let's just, it, it's a porta potty in here sometimes. And it's like, how did P get over there? I do not uh -huh. know. But you know, we don't have gender roles in the sense of my husband enjoys cooking. And mm -hmm. so he will do, you know, the majority of the cooking because he likes to try new, new things. I am, the, I'm the logistics person. I'm going to make sure all the doctor's appointments are made, all the things that they need for school, all the teacher stuff is, ta is, is taken care of. He's mm -hmm. going to make sure they're signed up for sports. But when it's, if I, like right now, I'm doing this. He's getting the kids dressed. We have our son's birthday mm -hmm. today. So it's so many oh, things. Happy birthday to him. Thank you. So it's, 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 it's so many things that go on that if you try to conform it within this box of what society and social media tell, tells you, and there are a lot of women, you know, with the success of becoming an influencer, that has allowed a lot more women to stay home and, mm -hmm. But it's also really kind of created this unrealistic view of what a household is and should be. Because like you said earlier, at the point that we're at now, it takes two incomes to run a house successfully. Those mm -hmm. people who are like uber successful, that percentage is extremely small. It's a 1%. You're it's a 1%. 1%. So my, my husband strives for that eventually. Like he wants it to the point where in like 10 years, we're not working anymore. Yeah. Which I I love that idea. But of course, like reality doesn't always work that way. But it is the 1%. Like we've done all the statistics. It is the 1% that literally is so successful that it does not take more than one income. Yeah. 
the rest of us are not the no and she was with kids and stuff is expensive so my oh, yeah. the 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 daycare that my son goes to Lennox is is mm-hmm. two we pay $1,385 a month for mm-hmm. daycare for daycare like that's yep. the like that's one bill that's daycare because in order for me to my husband works from home and I work from home but we would get nothing done yep. and be if Lennox was here because I have to go to weddings I have to do this I have to do I can't have my two year old mommy here. I need this mommy I need this mom where is this and then of course you know they go ask dad and dad's like um I don't know ask mom and he would be in here in my lap and my husband mm-hmm. has you know a a high stress job and so he's a he's a business analyst and right now they're just like numbers 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 so e- everything mm-hmm. is like on 10 so yep. it's like we make the decision to put him in daycare well our our, our daycare our mortgage our daycare is almost as much as, as much yeah. as our mortgage Isn't that insane it's insane and of course you know you have the lucky people like i know that if we were to have kids my mother-in-law would love to quit her part-time job and be a, a stay-at-home girl. Mm-hmm. She would love it. And don't get me wrong, I I would be so thankful to that. But at the same time, like, you have to think, like, who do you want raising your kids? Like, what are you willing to give up in order to raise your kids? And some of us can't give up our job to raise our kids simply because of the fact that you don't have the money for that. I'm going to stay home with you, but we're going to be in here hungry. Like, and <laughs> I, always, I always told my husband, like, you know, I don't want to be the, the, the stay-at-home mom that literally has to stay at home because we can't afford to go anywhere. Like, I okay. don't want that. I would much rather, like, thankfully, we only have one child in daycare, um, mm-hmm. but there was a point where we had two. And that the amount that we pay now is more than what we paid for the two of them because of the area that we live in now. And it is oh. ridiculous. Do you hear me? And people ask us, are we having more kids? I'm going to have to become a hooker to in order. To... You'd be working those for, to pay for that. I would be literally oh. asking people, do you want to just elope? And do you want to meet me in the back alley? Because I could not be able to oh afford no. another no child. Lie. That is no lie. So, and it, like daycare for one is extremely expensive. Food is expensive. My grocery bill, when we moved into this house two years ago, mm-hmm. and my grocery bill for the exact same things, I swear, has almost doubled. Yes. And I was like, and Andrew's like, oh, that's just $5. And I'm like, Andrew, you don't go grocery shopping. No, it's you not. You don't it go. Like, gr- it is $9 now with tax. Yes, it is expensive. It is and insane. I'm feeding grown men over here. My, uh-huh. my 10-year-old is... um. Maddox is five foot two, wears a size 12 in me and shoe. Jackson oh. is nine. He's four foot 11, wears a size. Well, you're an army. 11. And then <laughs> I, my husband and then the baby, like they eat all day. Constantly. Mm-hmm. It is constant. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And it's, it, it's nonstop. And then, you know, we have mm-hmm. our oldest son. He's in he's into web development. So like we put him in a web developer camp. That was $500 for five days. I remember when camp for a whole week was like 150. Oh my God. No. And they go to basketball, they go to basketball training Monday through Thursday, like this camp. 
that was out of control. No, then my started the second piece. Of listen, listen, I'm gonna start that third piece, meeting people <laughs> around the back corner in a minute because my oh. it is the literally the amount that things cost is insane. And to circle back to our topic, I think that it is an unrealistic expectation to put that weight on one person to tell Mm -hmm. them you are the man. It is your responsibility to provide for us. Mm -hmm. I should be able to stay at home and you should be the one to take care of us because it's like, that's not fair. It's not fair. It's not realistic. And it's not right to, to stress the other person out because it's like, goodness gracious. It it comes to the fact that it does take two in a relationship always it may not be at 100 percent on either side you know again i i quote back to a interview that michelle obama did where she was sometimes it's 60 40 yep. sometimes it's 70 30 sometimes it is one percent versus 99 because again we all get tired we get yes frustrated with the humdrum of life we get annoyed that every bill is coming at the same flipping week you just got paid and by the end of the week you are completely broke like yes we yes. are literally again you, you you have food in the house at least but your kids are like well let's go do this we're gonna have to push that off you know it's a hundred dollars to to uh-huh. go through the drive-through like we're a family of five to go mm-hmm. through the drive-through we spend no less than fifty dollars going through mm-hmm. the drive-through going to a trampoline park you're spending eighty dollars we went to okay i took me maddox and jackson the the the, the three of us we went to the movies we spent thirty three dollars on movie tickets we spent thirty four dollars on one large popcorn and three drinks we then spent another 30 plus dollars going to cc's after that to get something to eat that was just the three of us going to go do something for a couple of hours like it is mm-hmm. the cost and expense of things is 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 crazy and you know i think that my husband does a great job being a provider. And I know that if it was within his power, he's working so hard for it to be that everything is his responsibility. He wants mm-hmm. to pay everything. He wants to do everything. And he's like, and your money can just be like our family money, like plan the trips, plan the vacations. And mm-hmm. we're getting there. But until we do, I'm going to support him and do my part because it's not fair Everybody has stressors. He has the stress of his job. We have our three children. Running a wedding planning business is <laughs> is is is. <laughs> I put my hat to you. I I, I so I'm starting a a um a uh, I can't even remember the word right now. But I I've been helping people with weddings and helping okay. them plan a wedding uh-huh. for not only her bridesmaids but I am also in the process of going to be the person who makes sure everything is done the day of. Her, so her day of coordinating. Yeah, it, yes, it, it, it's have... intense. So mm-hmm. imagine you doing that and you have 12 weddings in a month and you are juggling conversations with everybody. And at the same time, you know, I really pride myself on making every bride that I have feel like they're the only bride that I have. Mm-hmm. Like if you email me, I want to email you right back. If you text me, I want to text you right back because I want you to feel like you are the, 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 the priority because I take it seriously in a sense of like, this is how I take care of my, 
my family. You know, this is, mm-hmm. this is daycare. This is summer camp. This is soccer yep. practice. You know, this is all the, all the things. And I, I, I think that it's so unfair for people to put that pressure on one person when we all are dealing with things. So Kelsey, as we get ready to wrap up, I really want to ask you one more thing. What is, Mm -hmm. you know, one piece of advice that you could give to a bride that is listening right now that just got engaged. She's in the process of planning her wedding. Um, What piece of advice would you give her? My piece of advice, and it is something that I had to learn through my own planning, even though you did most of the planning, (laughs) was remember that this is not just your day. This is your husband's day Mm. as well. It isn't, you know, everybody talks about, oh, it's the bride's day. Oh, it's the bride's day. 100%. Yes, sweetie, it is yours too. But your husband gets to have his moment with this as well, because this is the moment where he says in front of everybody he loves that he picked you. Yes. And that is something I almost forgot in myself because, of course, I wanted to make certain things a bottle and there was no reason to. Right. At all. My husband got to enjoy that day just as much as I did. Because when the day is over, when the day is over, it's just the two of you. 100%. Because he's the one that goes home with you afterwards. It's it's, He's the one that gets the fallout after you've stressed and stressed and put this day together. And all of a sudden you get to take a moment to breathe when it's over yeah. and who has to deal with the emotion of where does it go? You know, yeah. and, and he's, he's going to want to know that it was worth it. Yeah. You know, was I, the wedding worth it? I love that. And I, I definitely wish the two of you the, the best in everything that Thank you're, you. you're doing. And girl, I commend you on that yard work that you said that you'd be doing, girl. <laughs> Listen, it is that I'm willing that is to my do, workout for the day. I'm willing to do a lot of things. But I don't ask me to cut, pull no weed. My husband, like, come on, we're going to grow out here and, and get your kids. You have some sons. Go grab them boys because I'm like, not through this. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, we just finna go out here. I didn't like how they, you know, edged the grass up. We about to go out here. No, you are. No, no, no. I will get, let, let me go get my shades and my chair and me something to drink and I'm going to be out here for moral support and I'm going to sit in the garage and I will watch you do your thing because <laughs> I, I'm like, my allergies are going to go from zero to a hundred immediately. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. be out here looking crazy, but seriously, yep. Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I for really, uh, really appreciate you. And I will, of course, if you are watching this on our YouTube or our Instagram, then you will see some beautiful pictures of Kelsey's wedding. And it was gorgeous. And she had on the most beautiful non-traditional dress, which I always love. That is my favorite. If you have heard me talk about weddings before, then you know that is my thing. Like I love for a bride to show up in her best. Like that's my thing. Whatever makes mm-hmm. you feel comfortable. I'm not a fan of like conforming to tra- traditions just for the sake of, oh, I have to wear this long white dress or this ball gown. Mm-hmm. No, you wear what you want to wear that makes you feel like the baddest bride alive. And Kelsey did that. So um, if you are watching this, then you can see. And if you're listening, you need to go to our YouTube, Wedding to Wife, or our, our Instagram, Wedding to Wife podcast, so that you can check this interview out. 
But one more time, Kelsey, thank you so much for coming on. We have this new little button on, on here, and I'm going to let it clap us out as we get ready to leave. Woo! Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. I'll see you later. Yes, ma'am. Bye.